Uh, this man is from the AFL and he does have common sense. And maybe we could get him in charge of the fixture. <laughs> We'd like that. He can do just about everything. This man, the AFL talent ambassador, has done it for longer than anyone. His name is Kevin Sheen. Shifter, thanks for your time again on Sports Day. Yeah, thanks for having us, Kane and Jared. A pleasure to be with you guys. Now, I remember way back in the year 2000 when I was up for getting drafted, um, Shifter, I wasn't sure, my family wasn't sure where we were going to go. And late in the piece, you decided with Channel 7 to send the camera crew to my house. And my dad said, this is good. Like this, this may, if, if Shifter's sending a camera crew to your house, this means you're going to get drafted. You got to get the long, the long winded question is how do you decide who gets an invite to draft night? And have you ever been wrong with your invitations that someone's probably sat there and, and not been selected where you thought they would. And the third part to that Shifter is who have you sent the cameras to this year? <laughs> I'll come to the, have we ever been wrong? I'll tell you one story of a, a kid that invited himself. Now, we, right. we, we'd done the invites of about 15 or so. And at the last minute, I looked at the list, and there's a B for Vola on the list. Oh, and he said his mate's there been invited, so he's invited himself. Well, he went at, uh, he went at uh, 38, did he, I think, Brendan? Uh, yeah. It was, oh, shit, I was in a bit, little bit of a panic thinking, you know, there's only going to be about 70 choice. I hope he does go. So he was that confident. They were doing a documentary on the draft, I think, at the time. Might That's right. Edlund, Adam Ramanaskis. Adam Ramanaskis, yeah. Yeah, they were in the doco with, uh, with Brendan. And so on the back of that, he... he uh, he self-invited, <laughs> but got picked up, and, and it ended up a great story at the finish. Now, yeah. how do we do it? Look, we talk to clubs, and yeah. we don't ask them who they're choosing, but we say, who are the group you're looking at? Give us three names, and then you move to the next club. Do you want to add to this three? And they often do, one or two. They're, they're pretty honest, but I don't want to know who they're choosing, but at least we'll get the groups right. Uh, yeah. And then we get to a point where they all start to disagree. And so, geez, it opens right up here and it might be five or six different names coming up and you, you just close it off because mm. you don't want, uh, you know, uh, the aim is to have them all taken. And over the years, uh, the broadcasters have said, let's get, let's get more than there are choices so that we have some that miss out. But mm. that's a hell of a wait then to the next night. So we'd much prefer, if possible, to have boys uh, in the room that, uh, that are chosen and it ends up a great story for them and their families rather than have to wait another 24 hours, which is tough work, which Bobby Hill did one year, by the way. So right. It hasn't affected him in the long term with an old Smith under his belt now. But, uh, yeah, that was back in the day when we, we had more than more than the number of choices invited to, to sit there. But uh, having experienced that, it's, it's not the best way for us to go. Shifter, uh, many, many years ago, you spoke about a guy who could do things at his age that you hadn't seen anybody else do for his position. His name was Nicholas Natanui. Can you just tell me how you compare the young kid uh, from the Gold Coast, uh, Ethan Reid? Compare him, please, to Nick Natanui or or some of the great ruckmen you've seen come through because – he just looks like this athletic package, but can play footy. Yeah, he's different to Nick. Nick was the freak in that he was in our National Academy, and Nick would do, he'd do party tricks just in amongst the kids, jumping up on the, what do you call it the pommel horse? What do you have in yep. the gym? You know that? Yeah, uh, the pommel horse. He was jumping, he's doing standing jumps up, but the kids are laughing. They'd get halfway up, any other good athletic kid. Yeah. He could just do a standing jump up to that height which you couldn't believe. And, uh, uh, and Nick pointed out he was 16 at the time. Imagine what he could do when he's 19 or 20 or 21. Yeah. Uh, and he was just a freak athletic 
guy that floated through the air. Now, this boy is a, he's more like Mark Blitzarves, to be quite honest. Okay. He's, he's, he's 2K is under six minutes, and he's 202 centimetres. Yep. So he's a running beast that can near play out in the wing, and he's a magnificent kick. Uh, he, he can set the play up. So he could play maybe Harris Andrews type deep defence because of his height yep. uh, and his running ability, his kicky ability, or uh, Ruck, yeah, definitely gets around the ground and becomes an extra Ruck Rover. Uh, he can sit him out in the wing with his up and down the wing and kick it as well as he does. So he's a boy from, yeah, the Gold Coast and one of, we think, up to four that might go in the first night, which, uh, you know, and, and clubs will say, oh, gee, that's, no, that's fantastic for the game. We would only dreamt of having four kids out of the Gold Coast, mm. say, 15 years ago before the, the Suns went there that would be in the first round of the draft. And, uh, and it, you know, Jed Walter is the big centre-half forward, so they're the two talls. Uh, you've got a kid called Will Graham that uh, well, he played uh, midfield when playing for the Gold Coast Suns, but we were the allies. He went to the back flank and dominated there and uh, had a fantastic championship. And a kid called Jake Rogers, he's, he's Mark II, Took Miller, um, South, his mum's from South Africa. He looks a lot the same as little Took. He plays a lot similar to him. So they've got four beauties there, I reckon, and they, they might have to match all those bids on the first night. That'll be a big watch for, for us that know those kids pretty well based on their performances this year. But the Gold Coast, I think, are expecting that that may well happen. How many players do you suspect will be taken? Well, I think it's up around the 60 mark, and then you're out on the rookies, and we don't quite know how many you know, uh, you know, recycled rookies will end up on rookie lists. But we'd be hoping for new talent around 70, new mm. talent taken over the three days. Uh, and nowadays you've got this supplemental period over the summer where they can bring in a couple of blokes for training, pick one out of there, and you've got the mid-season draft. So normally another, let's call it 15, are taken in that. In, in those two spots. So it means maybe 85 in a year get the chance, uh, yep. which is down from about the 100 it used to be, you know, but around that mark might well get in to get a crack at it. And do you hope there's a bit of drama on the night? Like, I think we've all enjoyed the added bonus yeah. of clubs being able to trade. If someone slips a yeah. bit lower, they go, oh, gee, we rated him in the top yeah. 10 and now he's slipped yeah. out. Can we trade to get him? Like, yeah. do, you, do you expect yeah. that there may be some well, aggressive moves on the night? Yeah, I think that there's the chance for that to happen. Uh, and the most obvious one, I think maybe Adelaide and uh, and Melbourne have both got multiple choices in the teams. And if, let's say player X is still there at choice seven, they might try and, uh, you know, package their two choices in the teams to, to offer the club that's about to choose at seven. You, you can have my two if I can get up to there because I like that. But I didn't think he'd still be there. It's that type of thing. That might even happen in, later in the teens or even in the 20s where you, you package one up, give two for one, to get up the board a wee bit. Because, look, people, I reckon even the top 10, the 18 clubs would have a different order if they were to choose them in a row to yeah. what the next club would have. Or the 18 different, you know, opinions. Maybe they all might agree on Harley at the top, but then after that, I bet you there'd be different opinion, right, left and centre, as to which order you might go to. Um, and that's the beauty of it. It's all... Uh, trying to crystal ball as to what might unfold in two or three years' time with these boys. And what you can do, you can look at your drafts down the top 20. Gee, there's a lot of getting through now as stars of the game. Mm. There's very few fail. The system works reasonably well, I think. Uh, you know, you, you look at it, um, you know, uh, something like, you know, the six blokes playing 300 games sort of thing yep. now mm. out of your top 20, and there might be 12 playing 200. 
you know, and, and, and the others are, you know, handy 100-game players and there's not too many that fail. But, uh, they're, they're less successful from 20 on to, on to 50. They'd be half as successful, in fact, if you look back over, over the last, say, 10 years. Shifter, I want you to tell me who your smoke is. I used to ask that of Glenn Luff uh, when he worked for us on Sports Day years ago. <laughs> And he started with one name because uh, he didn't think he'd be picked up and he was right, Rory Sloan, because he had a bit of a kicking oh, impediment yeah. and yet Rory Sloan was a leader, I think it was uh, Eastern Rangers and, uh, a, a, and a he great was. state player. Um, yep. So who's yep. the smoky that's sitting out there that the clubs will ignore until uh, the 30s or 40s? Oh, yeah, so the 30s or 40s. Well, I might, I might, um, I might go for one that uh, I've only seen play live once. And his brother's already in the AFL uh, and is a young star out, out of Hawthorne. Um, his name's Tao Giaf. Okay. He's a Sudanese boy. Yep. Couldn't get a game earlier in the year at Gippsland Power. It just wasn't seen in the yep. first six or eight weeks. And then when the Nationals are on and the best kids are away, that's us watching all that, this kid started to bob up. Well, you see the surname and you think, well, it's got to be his brother. Yep. So it wasn't until a game at La Trobe in about August. I said, I've got to catch up with this kid live. I've watched a bit of tape. And I watch him. He's had 29 across half back and right. looked every bit as good as his brother straight away. And I thought, wow, this kid is so exciting. Uh, and he's taken intercept marks and uh, and uh, they're playing against Dandenong. So it's Gippsland v Dandenong. He's a boy from down at uh, down at the uh, the Warrigal um, uh, Morwell area uh, that had just been playing underage footy, right. basically, until he got into the team. And then he has taken off in the back half of the year. Now, the Hawks have got him Next Generation Academy, and if he's chosen before 40, they can't match the bid. Right. If he gets past 40, they can match the bid and keep him. Yep. So that'll be a big watch as to see whether he gets to 40 or 41 or whether someone plucks him off in the in the 30s. So, so it's only a small sample. So I say, but gee, he was that good in that game, and it was an important uh, uh, game too, that, that, that game in August. Uh, and uh, he, he stood up... He, Brilliant fellas, noticed his brother there, watched him that day as well. But he put on a clinic that day, and I thought, geez, I've seen one with just one, mm. one, one appearance to go and see a boy like that, and I won't forget the game he played. And another young ruck from, from Adelaide, a kid called Goad, I think, has, uh, it just seems mm. to have come from the clouds. Have you spotted him much? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, it was early in the year that it was a scout that, that texted me and said, geez, they haven't got this boy. I've just watched him play here now at South Adelaide's 18s. He's a basketballer, but he's not in their state squad. And I said, I think that they won't be missing him. And, and a week or two later, they added him. Yep. And it was Taylor Goad, a boy that Taylor, South yep. Adelaide, that uh, they popped him in. Well, this kid then, he's a super athlete. Still a lot to him. He's a three-year project player, no doubt. Uh, he's 200 and, I think, six centimetres. So he's six foot nine. He was the fifth or sixth quickest over 20. He's a freak athlete. He's so quick. His ground-level stuff is amazing. Uh, he's still learning the ruck craft, but, yeah, I think he's, well, he's a top 35 pick, I think, something like that. Okay. Uh, second or third, probably ruckman taken, um, but will take time to develop the G. He's the prototype for what you want, getting around the ground at that speed and, and uh, that height uh, and uh, with so much to learn. And apparently I've not met the young man, but a very coachable young man, so he's got all the traits to be... Uh, a successful player down the track. Shifter, before we let you go, can I put you on the spot and ask quickly for your top five? How do you think it'll go in order with, with Harley Reid at one? Then what happens after that? Well, I, I think the next, it's a matter of the bid, you know. It's whether North want a bid for, 
for, for a Walter or not. So we'll just put pop him there. Yeah. I'm saying that by five at least, if the others North haven't bid, well, someone will. Well, you're not getting that cheap. Yeah. Uh, but the other two boys expected to be very early would be McKercher from Tassie, a Launceston kid, left footer. I think he's a bit like a Zaki Merritt. Zips through them and just uh, uh, had two brilliant years in a row uh, and done everything right, basically. He's mm. a joint winner of the Morris medal in the, the Coach League here in Victoria. Uh, even runner-up in the Lark medal at national level playing for the Allies. That's the music shifter. Who are the other two? Quickly, I don't want the to cut you off. Dersma. Yep. Dersma. I'd say he's Zane Dersma, brother of. Yep. Uh, Daniel Curtin and Walter. Daniel right. Curtin's the centre-half back from WA and then Jed Walter, the big kid from the Gold Coast Sun. Outstanding. So Can't wait for runner. Monday night, Shifter. We appreciate your time as always. Kevin Shifter Sheen with the good oil for Cobham Estate.